If you've been wishing, hoping, and dreaming about taking your business from six figures to multi-six figures or multi-six figures to seven figures, then I wanna make sure you get our new free guide, the multi-six and seven figure scaling roadmap. Inside the guide, I pulled back the curtains and I shared all the strategies that I used and they can help you too. First, they can help you triple your monthly sales. I shared proven strategies with you that led to a 3X increase in my monthly sales. Second, I show you exactly how to crush your limiting beliefs. Say goodbye to doubts like, you can't charge that much and there aren't enough ideal clients for you too. Third, how to only work with ideal clients. I show you how to become the go-to expert and attract only the perfect clients and referrals. And finally, I show you how to quantum leap to $20,000 plus every single month. I show you exactly how to take a quantum leap from 8,000 per month, for example, to 20,000 a month. You can absolutely break through your upper limit barrier and enjoy five and six figure months every single month. Make 2024 your dream come true year by downloading your free guide today. Just click the link in the show notes below. Hey guys, it's Ursula. I hope you're having a great week. I'm so excited that you're here for the Double Your Sales Now show. And if you've been listening, you know that we've announced we are rebranding the podcast and the new show is gonna be called Quantum Revenue Expansion. Make your annual income your monthly income. And I'm super excited about that and all that is to come in March. So more on that soon. In the meantime, I'm bringing back a few shows that I loved, that we had great reviews and responses from. This week, we're talking about selling the invisible and five steps to sell what you cannot see. Often when we're selling services or courses or you know the invisible, so to speak, it's a different feel than maybe if we're selling a product. And so I'm taking you through um, five steps to make this process here for you so you can go from prospects to more closed sales and get those sales doubled, get that revenue to the next level. All right, that's it for now. I hope you enjoy the show and we'll see you soon on the new show, Quantum Revenue Expansion. Can't wait for it. See you soon. Bye for now. Welcome to Double Your Sales Now, your resources to selling strategies, tips, and best practices to take your performance to the next level. There's no reason you can't double your sales. So let's get to it with your sales coach, Ursula Menches. Today, we're gonna to talk about selling the invisible, and I'm gonna share five steps to sell what you cannot see. Hey everybody, welcome to Double Your Sales Now, where you learn all the tips, mindset, shifts, tools, and strategies to two times your sales in any niche. I'm your host, Ursula Minches, and I can't wait to dive into today's show, and I'm so glad that you're here with me. I want to thank our listeners all over the world. I, I appreciate you. I love hearing from you. Email me like what you like about the show. Email me if there's specific topics that you would love to hear more about. I'd love to dig into those for you as well. I want this year to be a breakthrough year for you, and I want to take you on this journey because it's time to take your business to the next level, take your sales to the next level, let go of those limiting beliefs that have been getting in your way. Now, a gentleman named Harry Beckwith wrote a book called Selling the Invisible in 1999, and it was really, as he called it in his tagline, a field guide to modern marketing. So it was really about marketing and how to take your service Base business and make it 
even better than you could imagine. He really focused on the quality of your service, how to market that service, and you know some level of selling as well. What I wanna do is take the next step with that and really dig into what we work on at Sales Coach Now, what we work on really at Sales Camp with our clients to help you sell your service. Because here's the thing, one of the things I, I hear from many of our new clients is, you know, Ursula, I don't know if you can help me because I'm different. And I always say, all right, tell me more about that. Cause I hear that a lot. What does it mean? What do you mean when you say you're different? How do you, you know, how are you different? How do you think you're different? And they'll say, well, I sell a service. And so it's intangible and you know, it's probably different than a lot of clients you work with. Well, the truth is 80% or more of our clients sell services. We do have a lot of clients who sell products, but many of the people we work with are selling services. I'm selling a service. So I absolutely understand what it's like to sell the intangible, to sell something that you cannot see, right? You can't see sales camp, which is our two day course until you get there, until you experience it, until you're immersed in it. But when I'm talking about it, it's intangible. So we, we're going to dig into that today. And I just want to tell you, if you, if you feel like you're alone, like I'm selling something I can't see, I, I'm not sure how to do it. I want to assure you that there's a simple process to go through to make it easier for you to have those sales conversations with your clients. In fact, I'm going to give you those five steps to sell what you cannot see today. So if you haven't taken out a piece of paper and a pen and something to take notes on, I would encourage you to do that because I want you to think about how what I'm talking about today applies directly to you and your services. Now, if you sell products, the steps that I'm going to share can help you as well. So don't like tune out, um, see how this, this can also apply. If you don't know me yet, I am the founder of Sales Coach Now. I'm the author of four books, um, Selling with Intention, One Great Goal, Selling with Synchronicity, and The Belief Zone. And just by the book titles, you can see that I, I marry mindset, sales mindset, with real world strategies to help you get to the next level in your business. And I, in my early 20s, um, grew multi-million dollar lines of revenue in the tech training uh, arena. So I sold technical training services, sold services, and um, grew several uh, different locations for the company. And eventually, by the time I was 27 years old, I was uh, president of a 20 million plus dollar company. And so I share that with you not to say, look what I do. I share it with you, or not to say, look what I did. I share it with you to just say, I understand services. I know how to sell them. And there's a lot of confusion, I think, about how to have a sales conversation. One of my commitments to this industry is to really shift the way people think about selling and the way people think about sales professionals, because I think we've gotten a bad rap and a lot of us get into business and we think, you know, we're the, we're the founder, we're the owner of a business. Well, first and foremost, we're sales professionals. If we can't sell our own products or services, how can we train someone else to do it? Or if we think selling is bad, or if we think taking, taking money from a prospect is bad, then we've forgotten why we're in business and, and how we can actually help people. The truth is, if you sell a service, you are solving a problem for somebody. You're helping them make a change. Um, in their business, in their life, like something is going to get better, hopefully, right? If they purchase your service. And when you believe that at a deep level, other people will feel that as well. I'm gonna share a quick story because I, 
I still sell and I'm often um, having sales conversations with corporations who have sales teams that want to take their sales professionals to the next level as well as entrepreneurs. I recently was invited in to uh, prepare a proposal for a company. They had uh, you know, around 20 sales professionals that they needed sales training for. And this isn't unusual, like this is, this is pretty typical. And I, I went into, I, I had a first initial phone call with um, one of the decision makers. And then I was invited in because I created a next step and we'll talk about that. I was invited in to present to four of the decision makers regarding how my sales training services could help their sales professionals. And, you know, I have to say it was an interesting day in Minnesota where I reside right now. I was in Minnesota that day and they were in downtown Minneapolis. The weather wasn't great. There was just a lot of things going on and I was running a little bit behind. My cell phone died, long story. <laughs> and I was a few minutes late to this meeting and I, I was mortified. I, I pride myself on being early, right? In Minnesota, if you're not on time, like if you're on time, you're late, right? Like we on time here means getting there 10 minutes early. So I, you know, I just got there a little bit late. I was mortified. I got to the meeting, you know, I'm apologizing and we sit down and I just said, you know what, you know, so I tell myself, like, I just had to let it go. Like I, you know, there are certain things I couldn't change. I couldn't control the weather. I couldn't control some of the things that had happened that day. It was what it was. So I let it go and I sat down from a place of service. And I want to share this with you because it's so important. When I sat down at that table, my thought was like, if, if I can help their sales team and I'm the best resource for them, then let it be. They'll know. And if I'm not, I'm happy to refer them to somebody else who's a better fit or perhaps already talking to someone and that's, that's fine. So I, I show up from a place of detachment, which is really, really important. And by the way, this isn't one of the steps. It's just a mindset piece I want to share with you that, that I think is so important is that when you're selling services, you do, you want to show up to serve. And so I showed up with that mindset and I sat down, I let the day go and I, I dived into the conversation to truly see, you know, can I solve their problem? If I can, great. If not, that's okay. And when I sat down, I said that to them. I said, you know, I'm here to be of service to you. I love that word, be of service, right? I'm here to be of service to you. I have questions that I wanna ask you. I really wanna discover, you know, what your main challenges are for your sales force. I wanna dig in a little bit more. And if I can help you, phenomenal. If I can't, it's okay. I know other people in the industry who might be able to help you, or I could certainly even advise on other options you're looking at. We sit down, we go through the whole proposal. Um, you know, I'm showing them, you know, certain things that I can do and I'm asking a lot of questions. So I'm going to tell you the rest of the story at the end. I want to keep you, keep you with me today because first I want to take you through the five steps and I'm going to, I'm going to show you and kind of unravel this a little bit to see how, so you can see how I use these five steps on a regular basis in, during the sales process. So these are the five steps. So if you're taking notes, here we go. So the first step is to recognize that you're solving a problem. Now I've, I've already touched on this, but in service-based selling, it's so important for you to, to recognize and acknowledge that you're going to solve a problem for someone. I think that's such a great act of service in making a difference in someone's life or in someone's business. And the thing to understand that about that is it's not about you. 
And this is where a lot of people get stuck. Like they're, they're afraid to follow up too many times. They're afraid, you know, what if people think I'm pushy, which I'm going to get to. But the truth is you've got to put yourself aside and come from a place of service and just say to yourself, look, like I'm here to solve a problem. If I can help this person, or if I can help this business, great. If I can't, that's okay too. Maybe I can refer them. Like literally have that conversation with yourself before you step in front of a prospect. That's so important because when you show up from that space, the other humans, because that's what they are. A lot of times we make up these big stories of who's going to be in this meeting, but they're other humans. They're human beings just like you. They have busy lives just like you. They have a lot going on, you know, up here. They're, they're busy, right? And so when you show up with the energy of, I'm here, I'm here to be of service. If I can help you, awesome. If I can't, that's okay. They're going to, they're going to feel that right away. And you're going to be able to build trust with them. Now, of course, I'm saying this from a place of you, you believe that you are there to serve. You're being authentic in the conversation and that, that you do want to make a difference for them. So showing up, like that's the first step is to have that conversation with yourself and show up from a place of service. The second step is to shift your belief about selling, about selling in general, about whether it's services or products, to shift your belief about this. If you've worked with me in any capacity or been to any of my events, you've probably heard me talk about it, but it's so important to revisit this because as humans, you know, fear can creep back in old limiting beliefs can creep back in. We go on holiday, we come back and we forgot what we knew about, you know, not being a pushy salesperson. The number one limiting belief that I, that I help our um, clients with is I shift their belief about being pushy in the sales process. The truth is you aren't being pushy. Being pushy is all about you because you're thinking that if I follow up too many times, you know, they're going to think I'm stalking them or I am annoying them. The truth is your prospect isn't, they're not thinking about you. They're busy, but they are thinking about you when you don't follow up. And this is really important to think about because if you, if you think back to times when you've asked for a, a proposal from someone, okay, think about when you're being sold to, or you're, you've asked for a proposal and you get a proposal, but then, then they don't follow up with you or they don't ask for the sale or they just disappear right? Because they think that you'll call them if you're interested. Meanwhile, you have a lot of questions, but you're busy and they never followed up with you. So you think, hmm, they don't want my business. That's what your prospect's thinking about you. When you don't follow up and create the next step, they think maybe they don't want my, my business. Maybe they don't really care about me. They start to make a lot of assumptions. So it's really important to shift that belief that you're being pushy if you follow up. Statistically, we're told that you have to follow up more than five times to close a sale. I've seen higher numbers. The more sales training you have, the less times you have to actually follow up because you're, you're building that rapport and you're having this conversation. So if you aren't being pushy, what are you? Who are you? And I want you to write this down. I am a professionally persistent problem solver. I am a professionally persistent problem solver. I want you to think about that for a minute, because when that's true, when you really believe that you are a professionally persistent problem solver, right? Think about that. When you believe that, what stops you? What gets in your way? Nothing, right? Like when you believe you're there to be persistent and to solve a problem, you'll follow up until you get a yes, a no, or a next step. 
I'm going to say that again. You'll follow up until you get a clear yes, a clear no, it's not a fit and that's okay, or a next step on the calendar, which we'll talk about at the end. So move to this place of knowing that you're not being pushy. You're actually a professionally persistent problem solver. And the more problems you solve, the bigger impact you make. The third step in the five steps to sell what you cannot see is to ask key questions related to their problem, okay? So in my world, as I mentioned, I help sales teams, entrepreneurs who hate selling, <laughs> release their limiting beliefs and their fears about selling so that they can move into a new place of believing that they're a professionally persistent problem solver and help people, right? So I help them shift limiting beliefs and shift their mindset so that they can come from a place of, of serving and you know make selling easy for them. That, that's the problem that I solve. When I sit down with a sales team or the decision makers who are supporting the sales team, I wanna know what their main problems are so I can know what I'm solving. Inevitably, they're mostly the same problems. And that's what you're going to see with your own prospects. You know, in my world, most sales teams don't like to follow up. They don't like to sell. They don't like to be pushy. All the things that we're already talking about, right? They, um, they don't like to make cold calls. A lot of them don't even like to make warm calls, right? They want the sales to come to them because then they're not being pushy. Like that's kind of the core of the problems I saw. So when I say, what are your top three challenges that your sales team is experiencing right now, a lot of it is in that area. Lack of follow-up, lack of closing skills, right? Lack of knowing what to say, those key areas. So when I ask that pain-related question, they'll, they tell me, like, here's, here's what our problems are. Now, if they were telling me that their main problem is um, they don't have a following on social media and that's causing their sales challenges, well, I might dig in more to make sure that's true, but if that's really what they're looking for, then I know, like, that's not me. I can't, I'm not, that's not what my company does, but I have people I can refer them to. That makes sense, right? So I would ask um, two pain-related questions, and I like to ask in threes. So as I just mentioned, what are your top three biggest sales challenges? You could adapt that to, what are your top three biggest health challenges? What are your top three biggest challenges related to whatever it is that, that you're talking about, right? And then from there, I would ask two goal-related questions. So for a sales team, I could ask, you know, what are, what are your top three goals? As simple as that, for your sales team this year. What are, their, what are their sales goals? And you start to dig into what their goals are and what they really want. So then you get a picture, you have a picture of um, the problems and challenges they're having and how you can solve that problem. And then you start to see where they want to go and you can determine whether or not your service can help them get there. Fourth, so after you've asked all of these questions and you've been a great listener and you've been taking lots of notes, you're going to know a lot about whether or not you can solve their problem, right? So the fourth step is to summarize what they shared with you. So it could be as simple as saying, you know, what, what you shared with me today is that your sales team, um, they're not following up enough, in your opinion. They um, lack closing skills, so the closing ratio is only 20%, and they aren't making new outbound calls because they aren't sure what to say. Does that sound right? And then they would say, yeah, that's exactly right. So then I would move into the close, right? And this is, this is part of summarizing. So once you've summarized what they've shared with you, then you can say, 
based on what you've shared with me today, what I would recommend is this option or this option. I love to offer choices because that keeps my prospect in control. It gives them a sense of, you know, they get to pick, which is the truth. And you want them to be able to make an educated decision based on how you think you can help them. So at that point, once you've offered a couple of options, you simply say, what, you know, which one do you think will work best for you? Now at that point, they might say, mm, you know, I really want the top option, but it's out of our budget. The second option could work. Could we, you know, could we tweak this a little bit? So then it might be a little bit of a negotiation, which is fine because now you've moved into actually closing the sale. Step five in five steps to sell what you cannot see is to make sure that you either get a clear yes, okay, a clear no, it's not a fit, or third, a next step on the calendar. So let me unpack that. A clear yes would mean that they've signed your contract or they've given you payment information. Like a clear yes is they're on board, they're paying you, they're signing the agreement. A clear no, again, is pretty obvious, right? It's not a fit, it's okay, maybe I can refer you to somebody else. A next step on the calendar, and this is one that you know so many of us miss, but it's the one thing that can make a huge difference in your sales getting to the next level, is to simply to you know connect with them. So let's say, they, you get to the end and they say, we really want to do this and we want, we want that top service package. However, we're not sure how we're going to pay for it. And we need to talk to, you know, maybe it's the, the marketing department to see if we can pull funds from there. Or maybe it's some other, other department that might be able to give us budget that we, this budget deficit that we have right now to help pay for our, your services. So you can help kind of get creative on that. Or maybe at this point you say, great, you want that one. Our company offers financing and here's how that's going to work. And here, here's how we can support you in that process. All right. I'm going to review really quickly so you can get these again. So the five steps to sell what you cannot see first, recognize that you are solving a problem. If you can help them, great. If not, no worries. Second, shift your belief about selling services. You aren't being pushy. Remember, you can write this down. I am a professionally persistent problem solver. And then you have to believe it. Third, ask key questions to pain-related, to goal-related questions, and take a lot of notes. Ask more questions as needed. Your job is to understand whether or not you can solve their problem. Fourth, summarize what they shared and offer choices for you know, choices regarding packages for your services. Again, we like to feel in control as a prospect. I wanna make sure that I can, you know, I can choose what I want. You'll close more sales by giving them options. Or five, either get a clear yes, a clear no, or a next step on the calendar. Remember, you need that next step on the calendar uh, to make sure that sale keeps moving forward. Now, I wanna make sure I include this. The next step should be in the near future. A lot of people think they have to push that next step out a couple of weeks, and that's just not true. That next step needs to be like the next couple days or even later today, right? Like keep that sale moving forward quickly. All right, I promised I would tell you the end of that story. So I, I delivered everything um, at that meeting regarding how I could help them. I went through the proposal after, of course, I'd asked all the questions. I offered them solutions and I could tell they were interested and so, but they, they wanted to talk amongst each other before they made a decision. And they told me, they said specifically, you are the most expensive option. And after they told me, I just, you know, I just sat with that and I just said, you know, I, I would love to work with your team. I know I can, you know, solve your challenges that you've been talking about. I'd love to help you get to that, you know, that next 
that next level in sales this next year. If it's not a fit, it's not a fit. And I said, I'm happy to give you, you know, some advice or support on some of the other options you might have as well. Think of me, I'm here as a resource. And I, we set the next step on the calendar to talk the next day. Next day, I get into, I barely get into the office. I have an email from them. I have a voicemail from them, like from, I don't know, six in the morning. And they said, we just really wanted to let you know right away that we've chosen to go with your company. And I, I'm closing with this story because it's not about price. Like I, I could do a whole show on, you know, that, you know, how much something costs and what's the price of it. And, you know, can I be the highest priced option? The answer is yes. People, people will pay for your service when they believe that it's going to solve their problem. And if they don't believe it's going to solve their problem, they're not going to pay for it. Right. So the key, so, you know, don't get stuck on, am I the most expensive? You want to be, you know, you want to be priced fairly and correctly for the service that you offer and for the quality of service you offer at the same time, if, you know, if your price is higher and it's supposed to be higher, that's okay. People can still choose to work with you. They will find the money. People will rise to the occasion. Companies will rise to the occasion because they believe in your product or service. And so I just wanted to end on that note that, you know, don't, don't get into discounting. Don't start to, you know, cave on pricing. If someone says you're the highest price, say, you know, that, thank you. Thank you for letting me know. And I would love to solve your problem, right? Like just bring it back to them. You're there to serve. And, and also sometimes I will say, I'll say, well, let's look at what you're comparing it to, right? Are you comparing me to, or my company to some like very similar services or are you getting a lot less in this service? So it's important to make sure you understand what they're comparing it to and you can help advise through that process as well. All right, hopefully this has been really valuable for you today. It's been great connecting with you. If you haven't yet, go to salescoachnow.com forward slash gift. Yep, pretty simple. Salescoachnow.com forward slash gift. And it's a PDF. Um, it's very simple. It's a one pager. It's easy. I like easy. You can download it. Six secrets to doubling your sales. And it can just give you an extra boost to get to that next level this year or, you know, help you you know, close some of those sales that have been out there. So grab that free gift. Also, I would love to partner with you on your next event um, or a conference or sales training session. So you can go to UrsulaMinches.com to see all my latest keynotes. And then you can click on a link there to book me directly. Um, and someone on my team will reach out. I'll spell my name. It's U-R-S-U-L-A-M-E-N-T-J-E-S.com. So UrsulaMinches.com. If um, if you're interested in coming to sales camp, that's our two day special sales camp course that we offer. And it helps you get to the next level in your sales by letting go of your limiting beliefs. What's great is just by spending two days on your business, you get like a big boost to close your sales. And what's cool is everything we um, talk about at sales camp, you get to implement in the moment. So you get that real time learning and it's hands on. And that way you get it in the muscle, so to speak, so that you can remember it because you are a podcast listener, you get a special price to come to sales camp. You can simply email us at contact at salescoachnow.com and put sales camp in the subject line and inside, just let us know which sales camp date you're interested in attending. And if you have someone, because we have a special partner price as well, if you have someone you want to attend with you, let us know that. And my team will let you know the very special, super secret sales camp price we offer to our podcast listeners. If you are enjoying the show, oh please, please go to iTunes, leave us a review. That helps others you know, learn more about what we're gonna cover on the show and how it might help them uh, with their sales challenges as well. Thank you for listening to Double Your Sales Now. 
To get even more information to take your sales to the next level, visit us at salescoachnow.com. That's salescoachnow.com. Join us again next week to learn how to double your sales now. Thank you.